Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. It's Akiva's favorite day of the year. There's nothing he likes more than people losing their jobs. I think you told me you prefer if they call the children of the coaches first, right? (laughs) Yeah, ideally, like their dad is fired. Honestly, that's too cruel. You should call the coach's mom if they're still. Okay. What? We're not going to have any money left? Yeah. So listen, Black Friday is off to a bl- we have so much to talk about Akiva here. The season is over. Yeah, we could do two hours here. Yeah, sure. two hours. We could do six hours. Well, I got update on my end of season charts. We got to talk fantasy. We got to talk playoffs. We got to talk pools. Day. Let's start with the top, the mm-hmm. headline story. Uh, Zimmer out, no surprise. Spielman out, a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Nagy out, uh, no surprise. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Vikings always, always the big story. Well, I mean, um, I think Spielman. Yeah, but, right. But no, uh, let's get to the big story. Wait, I think so- the shocking story is Flores. Yeah, Flores is shocking, but I wanted to ask you. I was about to ask you before we came on. Yeah. Coaches who did not make the playoffs in their first three years. Wait, did he make the playoffs? He did, right? They had winning. Re- he we never had, made they, the playoffs. So they, they, coaches they had winning records the, the last the two years. They swept the Patriots. It wasn't his fault that they, they took two over Herbert. No, but um, so coaches who did not win a playoff game in the first three years getting a fourth year. Doesn't happen every day. Yeah, but again, I mean, they, no, they didn't make win- the playoffs. Sorry, didn't make the playoffs. So who's the last person to do it? To, to what? To miss the playoffs for three Who's years? Who's the last coach to get a fourth year without making the playoffs? I don't know. I, you you didn't tell me ahead of time I had to prepare these things. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's very rare. Like, maybe we should have been less surprised. Yeah, but again, they had a winning record the last two years. So, it, it, it's, no, it, you know how it's crazy. You know how you know it's crazy. Unless, like, they leak horrible stories about him, like, he's going to get one of these jobs for sure. Flores. Yeah, I mean, well, the crazy thing is, you know, Stephen Ross, who uh, is the owner of the Dolphins, of course, a huge Michigan booster. There's been talk mm-hmm. of Harbaugh coming to the NFL. So everybody says, oh, well, the reason he's doing this is because he's got Harbaugh lined up. Yeah, and but there's like a the third reports. coach that they've said this for already. No, but we hear all these reports that that's not the case. So who knows what's going on there? Yeah, we can barely afford hard. I think Flores is a good coach. I don't want him for the Vikings. You know how old he is? Uh, 38. He's 40. Yeah. So like 40. in theory, I mean, obviously, if he gets another job, just take it. But you don't want to necessarily do the Mangini. Maybe you go back work. I'm sure, you know, he's one of the guys that Belichick really likes. I think Belichick will take it back in a second or he'll get, you know, he'll get a any D coordinator job in the league. And he could get another job in a year or two. But um, I, I mean, I don't think it's even necessary. I think he is ready. He didn't like. There has to like it's very strange that they fired him, honestly. Yeah. So is, is that where we're starting? We're, st- we're starting with Black Friday. I mean, what other takes? I there? guess. Yeah. Okay. Should we should we project the other coaches that we think will be gone? Yeah. Well, Fangio was the third one because they played Saturday night. So he was gone already over Saturday night. So that's yes. three. 
And then today we have three, which is Flores, Zimmer, and Nagy. No, uh, so one huge surprise. The other two not not big surprises. You know, Aaron Aaron Rodgers leaves just a wake of dead coaches in his in his. Now we, we also um, we, we got confirmation not officially but seeming that Pete Carroll's not going anywhere. So if Carroll doesn't go, the old guys Belichick, Tomlin, uh, and and, Hugh, and Houston, uh, we we got. I think we heard that that they're they're starting over also, right? Yeah, and I think Judge will probably lose his job today. So I think we're going to get to eight, and then the only other option. I think I think I think you skipped for a second. You said Houston Giants. Anyone else? That yeah, the six for sure. Cully and Judge, I think both go, and then Rule is the other one. Yeah, but I think Rule. If I had to guess, that's close. I I could go either way. So can't so Campbell is safe. I think Campbell's safe. Rivera safe. You know the coaches that had the fireable games yesterday for the most like Reich is not getting fired. Uh, Staley's not getting fired. You know, the, the teams that that had the horrific losses don't think any. Yeah, Peyton, they won, but they didn't make the playoffs. None of those. None of those. No one's getting fired there. Yeah. I mean, you want to fire like Stefanski after one year, I mean, Salah b- after one b- year. Bisakia, I assume, will not keep that job. No, I don't think he'll get that job. I mean, maybe he'll keep he'll stay go back to being special teams coach, but I don't think he'll get the job. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's that's why so that's the eight coaches for now. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Before we lose any more listeners, let's just mention our pools. The the pool of pools is back for 2022. It's we took back. Two year hiatus. We we anticipated the novel coronavirus and didn't do it in 2020. Yeah, and then 2021 also coveted out. Uh, just for those who don't know, the pool of pools, uh, 20 bucks a month. You got 12 pools over the course of the year. It's NFL. 30 bucks a month. Oh, you raised it without consulting with me. That's why I'm here. Okay. No, it was 360. You just did the math wrong. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, it was always idiot. 360. I okay. Just 30 bucks a month. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We got uh, NFL, NBA, March Madness, baseball, hockey, PGA. There's a pool every month. Every month you get a winner. Overall, whoever does the best over the year, you get more winners there. So let mm-hmm. us know if you want to join that. We also have the NFL playoffs three in one pool, which is a separate pool. You can, of course, join both. And that is um, you uh, pick. We have uh, NFL playoffs survivor and fantasy and uh, confidence, confidence of the 14 teams. Yeah. So uh, let us know if you did not get an email or a tweet or a Facebook post or whatever, but either one of those, uh, I don't think he was tweeted them out yet, but he will. Um, yeah. So, so that's the big news, but let, let's start with how the season ended with the absolute bonkers outcome on last night's game. Did you stay up all night to watch it? I didn't. I watched this morning. Mm. I mean, you missed in- it completely insane drama for so many reasons. I think, I think they said, on fourth down and nine or longer this year, NFL teams were 20 of 85. Yeah. In total. And Josh Herbert in the second half and overtime of that game was five for five. Yeah. Five, he was a quarter of them. It was yeah. five out of the so 20. The rest happened. of the league was 15 for 84 and Herbert was five. It was just, I mean, it was absolutely. It was First of all, not, nothing made sense about that game. Why they weren't just playing for the tie. They get to overtime. Both teams are going balls to the wall, trying to score. They both kick field goals. Now, I think when it was 26 to 14, uh, one of the patrons, I think I forget who I think maybe it was Joey Bragger. Somebody said, oh, you know, we could still get a tie 29, 29. And I said, all right, this is what happens if we go to a 32, 32 tie. All the patrons get free patrons uh, patronage um, without consulting with you. And that should have happened. I don't understand what happened. I, I didn't know. realize we had so much on the line that there was yeah. there, there was free for them. I, I don't know. I don't understand why Staley calls the timeout. Uh, now, the timeout, by the way, did not change anything. I mean, it was a stupid timeout, but not because it changed. It changed anything. What changed anything was everybody in the world knowing the Raiders were not going to throw. They were only going to run. And yet they somehow gained 17 yards in two plays. 
Yeah, Jacobs Jacobs won them the game ultimately, and their defense was terrible all year, so it was fitting that that... Speaking of Jacobs but, winning, Jacobs won in our 32 fans fantasy football survivor pool mm-hmm. on the last play of the game. Jacobs won it for Jeremy Wall over Travis Payne. Uh, yeah, that went down to the last play yeah, of the Yeah, T-Pain was I up like by 21, and Jacobs uh, needed, I think, what was it, like... Uh, eight yards or something. And he got 11 or whatever it was on the last play. I do like the week 18, like when most fantasy leagues are over the week 18 sort of like, yeah, well, it's survivor. So. And also, by the way, fantasy serial killer of the year. How about Darren Waller deciding to play after taking most of the season off and doing nothing in that game also? Yeah, but I mean, how many people are there who had something on the line who had him didn't play him for eight weeks and then played him in week 18? I don't know. Oh, well, I know one me. Oh, OK, <laughs> that's what you're complaining about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so just, I mean, absolute madness in that game. I, I still don't understand exactly what happened. I don't understand why the Raiders, I, I don't, did, did he not understand, like, the concept? Uh, I, I think they're just not hardwired to play for the tie, you know? I don't think it's in their DNA. I'm not talking about the whole game, but when you get to, like, the last two minutes of, of overtime, you just kneel and you're in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I don't I didn't do it. And then I think there's so much pressure this week that the I don't know if the league told them or or whatever, but they were never going to play for any sort of time. I'm not talking about a Neela. I'm not talking about not trying. I know, the game. but they were never going to be like, OK, I'm happy with this tie. But By the way, you- the kneeling thing was so unrealistic, because even if they had conspired to tie, it would have been like a 17 all time. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been like an absurd. It, it would have been like, all right, play for real. And then we'll make sure it's tied at the end. Like there was never going to be. Well, hold on. So you're so you're saying manipulate the result. I mean, that's even crazier. Manipulate the result. That's what I did. So I I was playing. uh, My sons were playing one on one football uh, Sunday morning and I was Mm -hmm. on quarterback. And because I've learned like you always have to manipulate the game into a tie because otherwise there's just going to be tears and drama and all kinds of fighting. But at one point, uh, one of them took a three touchdown lead. So I had to really manip- we ended it with a 77 77 tie, but I had to do what you said. You know, I let them play it and out. But that was that. Seven, is that 77 touchdowns or it's by seven? 11 no, seven. Touchdowns. Yeah. Eleven touchdowns each. Yeah. Now you call it an all time quarterback. When I was a kid, we called it. And I'm sure this is regional and also we're old uh, and the official quarterback. Oh, so is, is all time quarterback. Is that a Midwest? Thing? No, I think it's right. I think I've heard it before. No, because no, my, my I- son, my son who lives in New Jersey, he's the one who mm-hmm. said you'll be all time quarterback. Yeah, but uh, I, I remember saying official, but also that was in the 90s. So. Listen, if you grew up uh, in a different era or location and had a different term for like the odd guy, when you have nine people or 11 people or whatever, and one person plays quarterback the whole time. Mm-hmm. Also, they don't have to play quarterback. They're just all time offense. That's the other term we would use. Well, well, or I mean, when we were Ari Herman used to be official defense in high school, you had an all time defense. Well, because I think he would just score. He was fast. He would score touching every play. So it was easier if he was if he was like the official defense and he liked playing defense, getting interceptions. He was too good for offense. You're saying he was too good for offense. So they let him play. We, we had him play defense. Mm. Yeah. All right. Why don't we um, are you you sent me your lines for the NFC games last night? Uh, the AFC games yeah. obviously weren't figured out till later. Have, have you been spoiled yet or do you want to guess them right now? Uh, no, I have not guessed the lines. I will guess them here. We could also rank the six games, but also I think we want to rank our rooting interests, yeah. rooting interests from 14 to one and who we actually want to win. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's, let's just, how about we go in order of the games? We will make picks and, uh, we could, you know, we, we could do everything related to each game one at a time. Well, I thought we were doing the rooting interest thing. Well, we'll do all of it. Like, I mean, let's go through the six games and then we'll do reading interest. No. Okay, fine, fine. All right. So, uh, the, the first game, of course we have in the shakies bowl, we have Vegas at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is locked into that spot. No matter what it was going to be new England, uh, playing them until the Raiders pulled that out shockingly. Now the Raiders did have from a seating perspective, they had an incentive to win because you'd rather go to Cincy than Kansas city, obviously. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. That is I true. understand why 
once they get into field goal range, why they attempt the field goal. That part I understand. I just don't understand how they got into field goal range. I, I almost think Chase, like I, the Bengals will always be in this game, but I do think Chase might be too exciting. Chase might bring them up to like, not to prime time, but maybe to Sunday at one, one day. Like yeah, I mean, Chase, it's still could, could get it, them out of it's, it's a small market, and I mean, yeah, anything's possible, of course. But I right, said, so, there's you just have to even be relevant for a while. Like Seattle was irrelevant. Well, the Bengals made were, the playoffs seven years in a row, and they played in this game. I think all seven times. They're way out of it. Now they're working their way back in. Yeah. All right. Who is uh? Well, what's your guess for this line? Okay, so my guess for this line in Cincinnati is I'm going to say Bengals by eight and a half. All right. So it's six and a half. I said seven. So I add you there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then coming we off the, one of the worst weeks in in bet the guess the lines history. So. Yeah. Uh, then we get the uh, yeah. I don't. Th- I think uh, I might sweep you six nothing today, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, okay. Then I got this one exactly. New England at Buffalo, the the Saturday night game. Buffalo by nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got this one exactly. It's four and a half. Nine. Yeah, the Patriots think you haven't heard. I mean, I, I think so, but nine. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll talk about these games. Let's just get the lines out of the way. All right. Philly at Tampa. I said nine and a half. You said ten and a half. It opened at nine. So I edge you there. San Francisco at Dallas. I said four. You said seven. And it's it's three. So I edge you there. Uh, Dallas is a three point favorite over the Niners. Yeah. I mean, I think those teams are fairly even. I mean, the, the Niners just went into L.A. and won. All right. We'll talk. We'll talk about these games in a second. Mm-hmm. Let's just get these lines out of the way. So I'm a four on you. P- Pittsburgh at Kansas City. I was half a point off on this one. All right, so I got to nail it. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter, but yeah. Well, I want to get one win. Yeah, okay. Chiefs by 10. All right, it's 13. I said 13 and a half. Okay. And I sweep you because I got the last one exactly right. Uh, Monday Night Football, Arizona at the Rams. I said four. You said three. It's four. So, uh, yeah, six nothing sweep for Alex there. Uh, not great for Keith. I'm up 15 to four now on weeks on you. But, um, yeah, well, let's pick the games. But let's Arizona start Rams winner. Yeah, well, okay, so I mean, have they already announced that the Arizona Rams winners playing on Sunday? I assume they have, right? That they're not that it's not Monday to Saturday. Yeah, it'd be nuts. There, there's no way they can do that. I mean, I wouldn't put anything past them, but yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so let's talk about who we're actually rooting for, who we want to see win, and who we don't want to see win in these here playoffs. So mm-hmm. I think we should, I think we should go one to fourteen, like uh, the, the team we most want to see win, and uh, all the way down to the team that will, uh, you know, jump off a bridge if they. Okay, win. fine. So starting with the best. All right, so uh, I'm going to put it number one, uh, just because uh, I think it's absurd that they're in the playoffs, and because I picked them in the preseason as a Super Bowl long shot. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Keep it coming, baby. Now, I did not make that bet. If anybody made the bet at 65 to one for the Raiders to win the Super Bowl uh, because of my brilliant advice, let me know. 
Who do you want to see win of these 14 teams? All right. Well, I'm going to pick my I'm going to pick my preseason pick and I'm going to pick the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Hmm. OK, I have the Bills second, actually. Mm-hmm. The Bills, you know, I identify them with them as a Vikings fan. The four Super Bowl losses, um, you know, they're exciting. I hate Stefan Diggs, but I like Josh Allen. And um, I think that they're probably the second best team in the AFC right now. So and, and really both conferences are very much wide open, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't disagree. I, I think the week like the the wild card teams, especially. In the I don't AFC, think the Eagles can win the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I was saying so the wild card teams are much weaker, mm-hmm. but all of the division winners in the AFC could go to the Super Bowl. And all of the division winners in the NFC could go to the Super Bowl. And frankly, so could San Francisco. You're a preseason that Super Bowl uh, pick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so yeah. I have Buffalo number two in my rooting interest. What about you? Uh, my two is the Bengals. OK, I'm going for a new winner. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I like the Bengals also. I have them pretty I mean, think about it. if the Bengals make the Super Bowl, that that's probably like a ton of crazy bombs to Chase and Boyd and Higgins. Like, yeah, it could be very exciting. The Raiders don't sort of be in the playoffs. They it's sort of gross that they're in the playoffs, even though they, you know, deserved it after their performance yesterday. Why the Raiders here? And then um, although the Raiders aren't even the seven. Right. But then why are the Raiders the six? Yeah. But then. Um, yeah. But they shouldn't be in here. But the but the the Steelers are just abominable, much more offensive. Yeah. All right. So I have the Bengals three. So we're really going in order here. So who's your three then? Uh, My three is the Cowboys. I think it would be very funny if the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Who likes the Cowboys? Nobody. But I think it would be very funny if the Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl. I'm ready for it. What's the funny? I don't. What's the comedy? I don't know. I just I don't know. Like it would be. No, it would be funny if the Raiders won the Super Bowl or the Steelers won the Super Bowl. Like those teams are trash and don't belong Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. It's right. Not, no, not because not from a trash perspective. I just like I, I don't like the other teams that they're contending with. So to me, realistically, who's going to win it out of the NFC? Like unless you want to root for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, I'm, I'm going with Dallas. All right. Now, you have not been watching Hard Knocks in season, right? Mm-mm. And then I'm not watching the Colts Hard Knocks. OK, well, it, it was very good. And I absolutely recommend even for those who don't uh, sign up for HBO Max just to watch the uh, season finale this week, because that's going to be golden. Um, the, the Colts. I mean, you know, we've seen this before, obviously. I mean, the example that comes to mind for me, of course, is the Nate Poole game when, yeah, uh, the Vikings start the season 6-0 and uh, in 2003, and they there was not a single second the entire season that they are not leading their division until the final game of the season. They are playing the 3-12 and Cardinals, who have nothing to play for, are arguably the worst team in the NFL, and the only way the Vikings will miss the playoffs and not win the division is if they lose to the 3-12 and Cardinals and the Packers win uh, and with no time remaining on fourth down and 24 from the 27 yard line, Josh McCown throws it into the corner of end of the end zone where Nate Poole gets pushed out of bounds. But back then they did not have the force out rule. He gets a touchdown. The Vikings lose the game on the last play of the game. I think they did have the force out rule back then is what you mean. So. Yes. The, the point is that you didn't need to get both feet down right. if if you would have. But for the defender throwing, pushing out mm-hmm. of bounds, the point is the Vikings lose that game and somehow missed the play. Now, the Colts didn't do it in that dramatic a fashion. But they did do the crazy thing where they lost to the worst team in the league in a game where all they had to do was win and they're in the playoffs. Now, even if they lose, they can still make the playoffs, but they need a bunch of stuff to happen. And of course, the Steelers beating. I mean, it is great how the three I mean, other than the Colts Jaguars game, which was not really that exciting of a game. I mean, the Jaguars just sort of beat them up the whole game. It was more like, oh, my God, like watching the the underdog in a boxing match destroy the favorite. Yeah, but the other three games that like 
So, you know, I, I last week, a, a tweet went viral where some guy said, hey, if we reverse every one possession game, here'd be the standings. And everybody made a big deal about it. And, I, and then people were saying, well, this is stupid because this includes games like, you know, when the Vikings were beating the Bears 17 to three and the Bears got a touchdown last play. Like that game was never in doubt. So I went through, looked up every single game where a team had the higher win probability in the last two minutes of overtime and still lost. And I reversed each of those see how the standings would be affected. We had three of those this week, and they were the three games that had like the biggest playoff impacts, which was Pittsburgh, Baltimore, San Francisco, the Rams, and Las Vegas over the Chargers. So it, it is really cool how the games that had the most, that mattered the most, all three were the most dramatic games that had the most twists and turns. So that's kind of fun. Um, by the way, just so an updated version. And it, of those- it also built, it built in like such an interesting way also. Like we, yeah. like, the, you know, the crescendo all the way up to Chargers Raiders. Yes. Oh, perfectly. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, the NFL really locked out. It was stupid of them to have the Chargers Raiders not at the same time as Indy Jacksonville and Pittsburgh, Baltimore, but it did work out for them. Um, yeah. So just update uh, if you reverse. So if every game where a team was had a, a higher win probability and ended up losing in the last two minutes over time because of a freak thing. If you reverse all those games, here's our standings in the NFC. The Saints out of the playoffs would be would be 12 and five would be the one seed. The Rams would be the two seed at 12 and five. So not much change there. Uh, the Cowboys would be the three seed at 11 and six. Not much change there. The Vikings would be the four seed win the division at 11 and six. The five would be Tampa Bay. The six would be Arizona. Not a lot of changes there. The seven would be San Francisco, which means that the Packers would be out of the playoffs. If not for uh, the luck they have of pulling things out of their tuchus. Um, They had the Cincinnati game, the San Francisco game, uh, the Arizona game, all three of those uh, that they won that could have been losses. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and then in the AFC, we'd have Buffalo as the one seed at 13 and four Indy out of the playoffs, the two seed at 11 and six, the chargers out of the playoffs, the three seed at 11 and six, the Bengals, the four seed at 11 and six, the Dolphins out of the playoffs, the five seed at 11 and six, the six seed, the Patriots, not much change there. And the seven seed, the Chiefs at 11 and six, the Raiders who made the playoffs would be six and 11. The Steelers who made the playoffs would be five, 11 and one. And the Titans who are the number one seed in the NFC, AFC, like the one seed in the NFC would be out of the playoffs at nine and eight. So, uh, but, but for some, uh, you know, twists and turns of the football, that's how things would be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I really like how, yeah, as you said, we had the crescendo, we had all the exciting games happen. Are we picking the wildcard games right now? Are we doing that later in the week. What do you want to do? Yeah, we'll pick them, but uh, hold on. Let's oh, okay. So we're in the, we're still in the middle of rank. Oh yeah. Or, uh, I totally forgot. Yeah. I, so, I'm, oh, like, wait, so I'm I have on a, speed here. I'm rushing through. All right. So who's well, let me, let, how about, I think it's easier. What if I just do the rest of mine, then you do the rest of yours. No, I like going one by one because okay, fine. they've been lining up. So all right. Much. So I have the Cowboys three. I, I, I don't usually root for favorites and teams that are always in there, but I do like the chiefs. I like Mahomes, and I do want to have in 15 years, like a goat. Mahomes Brady conversation. That's why we were mad last year that the Chiefs lost because now yeah. it's like it's just so far away. In terms of um, Super Bowls, it's never gonna happen. Yes, yeah. but uh, but um, yeah. So I have the Chiefs four and the Niners five. Okay, so what what do you like about the Niners? Uh, the, well, they're my they're my Super Bowl pick. I mean, oh, if yes, the Bills yes. really the Niners should be two. The Bills make the Super Bowl. Man, they'll be playing that podcast from the preseason from the rooftops Fair. in Los Angeles during yeah. that game. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have? All right, so I have I have the Chiefs five, similar to you, but I have the Cardinals at four. This is a team, you know, you talk about teams that have never done anything. The Cardinals have been around in the NFL since the very beginning, from Chicago to St. Louis to Phoenix to Arizona. Uh, they've never done anything. They've never been any good. And now they're exciting. They got Kyler Murray. They got, I mean, Nook is back, I assume. Him and him and Derrick Henry, the two big offensive stars who we haven't seen for a while, should be back in the playoffs. Arizona with Nook, I think, are a much better offense than they've been in the last few weeks. Uh, Kyler, uh, you know, I mean, their defense has been more of the problem than their offense, actually. But... Um, JJ Watts on that team. So a lot, lot of big name stars who've never won anything. It'd be exciting to see them. So I have Arizona at four and then Kansas city at five. Yeah, I, I just, I can't root for Kyle. I don't hate cliff Kingsbury, but I, I'm not going to root 
for him. Like he's got enough in life. Okay, but you're rooting for Jerry Jones, and all right, I don't know, I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean Jerry Jones like wins even if the Cowboys lose. Like he's all right, okay, so my six is the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a very exciting team. Obviously, I also. Although I don't think that it was the correct strategy to trade a million picks for Matthew Stafford and then more for Von Miller in the middle of the season when he's hurt and not, you know, but I do like teams going all in. I like the idea of flags fly forever. And also, frankly, if it encourages other teams to do that, that's more variance. That's more trades. That's more interesting things happening, uh, which is sort of entertaining to watch. So uh, although I don't think it's necessarily the right uh, series of moves that's need is made, I, you know, I would it wouldn't kill me if they got rewarded for that. Mm hmm. Uh, my six is the Eagles. The rest of the way are teams I don't want to win the Super Bowl. Those are the list of five teams I'm okay with. Everyone else I'm rooting against. So why do you not? Why are you rooting against the Rams, for example? Well, I'll, I'm not even up to the Rams. Oh, okay. Yet. All right. So who's uh, so my, my six are the Eagles. All right. They already won. So it's like, all right, who cares? Um, I, it would be horrible. They're not an exciting team to watch. Yeah, I have them at uh, seven. It would be hilarious, though. Carson Wentz must have like like an, an allergy to the playoffs. Somehow. Mm-hmm. He's an MVP candidate. He misses the playoffs that year. The next year, again, he plays the whole year. He misses the playoffs again. And and now he's an absolute lock. They're an absolute lock for the playoffs. Somehow they lose at home to the Raiders. They lose to the Jaguars. And the Eagles somehow end up in the playoffs without him. I think the Eagles are paying him $34 million this year still. Yes, the Eagles are still paying him $34 million. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is the third time the Eagles have paid him to not play in the playoffs for them. Um, so I have the Eagles at seven. Uh, who's year seven? Um, my seven is the Rams again. Like I don't, I, it'll be fine if they win. They don't have any fans. Uh, I don't want LA to like have more nice things, but uh, I, I like, I won't lose any sleep if the Rams win and I'll, uh, this, the same sort of thing with the Packers at eight uh, Rogers already won. So it like, it'll help his legacy, which is fine because he is great. Um, and I, I don't really, I don't dislike Packers fans. So I'm fine with, I'm fine. Okay. Um, so at eight, I have the 49ers. Uh, you always like to say I nothing them. I kind of nothing the 49ers. I don't really mm-hmm. mind them. I don't I don't have a strong opinion either way. They're not like the juggernaut they were when we were kids. So I don't have to hate them for that reason. It's not the most exciting style of play. We've already seen Jimmy Garoppolo look terrible in a Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, Kittle's fun. Debo's fun. So yeah, I have the Niners at eight. Then I, I have I guess I have the the, the Cardinals next. I, I wouldn't really care. And the Raiders. I put the Cardinals and the Raiders in like I don't want them to win. And obviously the Raiders like historically would like ruin the history of Super Bowls if they win. Like, there's no precedent for a team this terrible. And uh, yeah, I mean, the Giants, it. the Giants at least had something. I agree. Maybe it's in hindsight, but like they had a pass rush. Like, what did the Raiders do? Well, I mean, they have more 20, like more plays down the field than any team in the league. And then people are like, does Henry Ruggs get a ring? <laughs> so I don't think anybody was saying that. I Listen, you, your Twitter could be wild. Henry Ruggs is not getting a ring. OK, I can guarantee you that. Maybe getting cuffs. All right. I have the Titans at nine. Surprised you haven't mentioned mm-hmm. the Titans. We've seen them in the playoffs each of the last few years. They had that nice little Cinderella run at nine and seven a couple of years ago when they knocked out the Pats and uh, made it all the way to the to AFC championship game. Derrick Henry will be back. So that should be fun. They're not exactly the funnest team to watch necessarily. Mm-hmm. Julio mm-hmm. maybe gets some uh, another chance after uh, 28 to three. Maybe get a little bit of redemption there. So, yeah, I kind of nothing them. And then we get my bottom five of the five teams that I actively, you know, I'll, I will gouge my eyeballs on if they win the Super Bowl. Yes, I agree. Everyone left. Everyone left is an absolute nightmare to me. I'll go first. My 10 is the Cowboys. Honestly, I don't really hate the Cowboys that much, like the way that sort of we're expected to on a national level, just because mm-hmm. they've been so comically bad. Like this team has not made the NFC championship game in 25 years. 
They've had the same guy running the team for 25 years. And they have, I mean, everybody's made an NFC championship in the last 25 years. I mean, not the Lions, but it's just, it's unbelievable how bad the Cowboys have been. Um, how many adva- natural advantages they have that Jerry manages to fuck up. Um, so yeah, I want to keep that going and I don't want to see them win the Super Bowl. So, uh, but, but I don't hate them as much as the next four teams. So that's why I have the Cowboys at 10. My 11 is the Titans. I, it's, it's not a disaster so much as like they already don't deserve the buy. They're, they're sort of annoying to watch. They did lose to the Jets, so that would be funny. So like, but I, I'm fine with them never winning. Yeah, so you should want Bagels and Titans because then you can say that the Jets are the real winners. Yes, the, the Jets are the real winners, of course, this season. Everyone knows that. Yeah. All right, at 11, I have the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers suck. They're a garbage team. We'll get to my, mm-hmm. I want to talk about my power rankings also. They're and every game terrible. they play is, is beyond unwatchable, like the least watchable team in the league. I'd rather watch well, the, the Jaguars. The, Vi- the, the Vikings game was exciting, but that was more because the Vikings find a way to blow everything. The Jaguars and the Texans are more exciting than, yeah. than the Steelers. But it would be hilariously stupid for them to win. And so stupid. As, as much as I hate that. Ben's third Super Bowl would be so annoying. Also. Yeah. This would yeah. be his his uh, Peyton Manning, Brock Osweiler type Super Bowl. Hmm. Well, his third title, you're saying. Yeah, because they mm-hmm. he lost one also to the Packers. So it'd be his fourth Super Bowl. Uh, all right. Who do you the, have 12? No, Super Bowl is when you win. Oh, got it. Okay. I think. Um, and so, yeah. So to me, this yeah, the Steelers are my 12. That would be a nightmare. Uh, and obviously the bottom two have to be the Bucks, the Patriots. Like, I'd rather this game not happen than either of those teams be. In yeah. The game. So I was the, the Patriots are 14th. I'd much rather much rather the Bucks win than the Patriots. Like I wouldn't even if it was Bucks Patriots, like I will buy a Brady jersey. You know what oh, I wow. mean? I, have the I do Patriots not want the Patriots. I have the win. Patriots at 12. Um, you know, the insufferableness of having to listen to Bill Simmons and all these idiots would be very frustrating. But I have the Packers 13 because Aaron Rodgers is uh, enemy number one right now. I despise him in every way. And then uh, 14 is the Bucks. Like, you know, enough Brady. It's enough already. So that's my list. OK, uh, so um, yeah, the Bucks, so the Bucks and the Patriots clearly would be a nightmare if if they lose. Yeah, I mean, if they if they make it and uh, I will not watch, I will not watch Super Bowl. And it's not just because I'll probably be asleep because I'll be working the two hours before that. And it's when I'm supposed to be sleeping. But I will. Yeah. be. No, I think I maybe I don't know. Maybe I work during the Super Bowl. I don't know. Is there um, is there any debate for MVP? I mean, I think I, I think that there is a legitimate debate between Brady and Rogers, but Rogers is going to win. Right. I think MVP is usually like 49 one or 50 nothing. Um, but Rogers will lose a few votes because of the COVID. Thing. He already lost one. But when we say a few, I mean, like four. Especially since there was not a lot. Of I just think, Brady. I mean, I, I think there is value to the fact that Brady has, you know, he has 1,200 more yards than Rodgers. He has 170 more attempts than Rodgers. Like, you know, mm-hmm. his usage rate is so much higher. He had to do more than Rod, than Rodgers did. I think the, um, the idea is that the team around him is better. But also, doesn't he get a lot of credit for that? Honestly, he's yeah, the guy who brought that's Gronk. That's fair. That's he's a fair the, argument. He's the guy that's who brought Gronk. He shouldn't be punished for that. He's brought the guy Brown. who brought AB, although that didn't yeah. end up so well. <laughs> yeah, but he helped him this year. Yeah, like, I mean, if MVP is is strictly exclusively on the field performance, then maybe it benefits Rodgers a little bit more. But when it comes to off the field and leadership and all that crap, like, I mean, Brady, I think, gets definitely a leg up over Rodgers. So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think there's an argument there. I'm not saying I would vote for Rodgers I, I, for Brady. I still need to think about it a little bit more, but I think I think it's a reasonable debate. And I don't you don't even need to bring COVID into it. Although the fact that Rodgers misses a game uh, potentially put his team at risk for missing more. Uh, oh, well, they still got the one seed. Yeah, they still got the one seed. But, you know, th- that wasn't an automatic. Again, they won a bunch of coin flip games. You know, you lose a couple of those. You're out of the playoffs altogether, as I just mentioned. So, all right. Um, what else do we need to do? Oh, I wanted to look at our power rankings and, and compare it to our preseason power rankings and see how things changed. Oh, yeah, we could do that. 
All right. So um, I don't know if you have power rankings together, but I'll just let, let's just focus on the teams that made a big jump or a drop based on at least where I had them before the season and where they end up. So we'll start at the bottom. I have uh, after the, the the debacle we've seen in the month of December from them in early January, the New York Giants are the worst team in the NFL. They're worse than the Jaguars, worse than the Jets, worse than the Texans. And I had them 26 in the preseason. So I was low on the Giants to begin with, but that's still 26 is bad, but 32 is very, very bad. And yet, as we speak, Joe Judge still employed. Dave Kettleman still employed. I don't think that I, I, I like I, in a few minutes. They, they might not be. Yeah. I mean, you're dealing with the same organization that hired Gettleman in the first place after seeing what he did in Carolina. So I just, you know, nothing. It is funny because like they were so the a- NFC version of the Steelers and they were such a model organization. And they really never had these debacles. The problem is they got in bed with the Jets. They decided to build the stadium with the Jets. They built the worst stadium probably in the history of the world. Like there's no it's just the most lifeless, disgusting, like let's knock it down immediately. It's not good. Yeah. And then and then since then, everything has gone bad. They they got contaminated by the Jetsness and and now they're the now they're worse than the Jets of that. See, so they I disagree worse. with you about being a model franchise. I think they they put band-aids over massive errors by winning these two Super Bowls and seasons when they went nine and seven and kind of sucked. Like this is a team that doesn't have a playoff win in the last 20 years, other than those two seasons when they were a nine, when they were in a, a six seed and a nine win team. And somehow, you know, again, credit to them. They won those games, but those two seasons, they weren't good. They just went on like little, you know, four game, small sample size runs. And other than that, they've, they've sucked for 20 years. What makes them a model franchise that, that they're related to the Maras, the Rooney? No, I, I mean, they were they were like classy. They were they were always classy. what does classy mean? What are you drinking? Roger Goodell's Kool-Aid. What makes them classy? Mr. Mara, classy guy. God. Yeah, I mean, they suck. were not a laughing stock for a while, but now they're a laughing stock. Uh, they were a laughing stock for most like since they've been a laughing stock for the last day. Or like childhood childhood. But by the time we sort of started rooting, they weren't really laughing. Stock. Yeah, but I'm saying but they've been a laughing stock the for post Ken Graham. Dave Brown. Yeah, we have not been paying attention to them. All right. Um, all right. Let, let's talk about uh, the Seattle Seahawks. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl this year. They were this number six in my preseason power rankings. They finished at number 22. Now they do finish with a positive scoring differential. And, you know, in any other division, they, they quite likely make the playoffs. They're better than Miami. Do I think they're, they're better? They're better than Baltimore. I'm just I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying they're not. I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, all these teams are, are more or less in the same area. And let's talk about those two teams next. So I have Miami. I had Miami number nine in the preseason. I, they finished at 18. I had Baltimore number four, actually 18 through 22, five consecutive spots in my power rankings are teams. I all had elite in the preseason. I had Miami at number nine. I had Baltimore at four, Cleveland at eight, Pittsburgh at 16. They dropped to 21, yet they still somehow make the playoffs. You picked Pittsburgh to make playoffs, actually. So good on you. <laughs> and then Seattle, I have it. I had it six. So. Those are the four most disappointing teams in the league this year. Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. And Miami's fired their coach. Baltimore not going to fire their coach because, you know, he's been around forever and he usually does a great job. Seattle apparently not going to fire their coach, even though he's probably passed his, uh, needs to be put up to pasture. And Stefanski, who everybody loves, I mean, if he misses the playoffs next year, I guess he's on the hot seat all of a sudden. You can, you can blame it on Baker, but I don't know. I mean, all four of those teams, massive disappointments, especially Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland. The, you know, Baltimore, Cleveland were supposed to be two of the best teams in the AFC. I mean, yeah, they were supposed to be, but we didn't know, like, Baltimore didn't have their quarterback, and Cleveland's quarterback is, like, Sam Darnold. Okay, sure, but Baltimore lost six in a row. A a few of those are with Lamar, number one. Number two, Huntley didn't play so badly. And number three, they got a bunch of lucky wins during the season. Now they had injuries all year, and they lost, like, six Baltimore's secondary was the worst in the NFL. Yeah. It was worse than the Jets, worse than the Lions. Like, the world. And and Harbaugh's a defensive guy. 
yards per per play. The Ravens. Yeah, technically he's a special teams guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess if we go back to his, uh, you know, I'm I'm surprised that Flores got fired, but I, I think Stefanski. It's put put up or shut up time for him next year. Seattle, who I mentioned, you know, I mentioned first in this little uh, segment here. Do we think Russell Wilson's coming back now that we know that, that they're not changing anything in the with with Carroll or any of their coaches? Yeah, I think Russell Wilson will come back. All right, uh, moving along my power rankings. Las Vegas, I had 22 in the preseason. I, I raised them all up to 16 after last night, but um, so a, a slight bump, nothing much to talk about. The uh, Minnesota Vikings, I had the Vikings at uh, 10 in the preseason. They finished at 15, so they drop a little bit, but, you know, whatever. We've talked enough about the Vikings. The Eagles, now, now we're going to talk about teams that, that jumped a lot. The Eagles, I had 27 in the preseason. I said they were complete trash. I said they were the worst. Well, actually, I think I had Washington bottom, but I, I said they were the, one of the worst teams in the division, in the conference. And Nick Sirianni in the playoffs, clinched in week 17, not really getting a lot of coach of the year buzz, but um, just an incredible performance by him, I think. And now they get a, They have a bevy of, fa- of first round draft picks coming also. Yeah, I, the Eagles should be like uh, the best team in that division next year. For years and years to come. I mean, I mentioned this in, in the patron chat, but like I was trying to think who's the dumbest team in the NFL. And I put together a list of just the eight really, really stupid teams. Mm-hmm. And of those eight stupid teams, and I mean coaches, front office, ownership, all the way through, of those eight stupid teams, three of them are the three teams in the Eagles division. So it's just a really fortunate situation if you're an Eagles fan. Okay. Let, you know, you have all the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Patriots, I had 20 in the preseason, and they climb up their 12 at the end of my season. So uh, I was wrong a little bit there. They are a playoff team, but I, I don't think they're going to do much in the playoffs. Uh, the Colts. I had 18 in the preseason. I was a little wrong on them. I have them all the way up to 11 by the end of the season, although, you know, there's nothing stupider than the way that they fell out of the playoffs. And then my three biggest, my four biggest, my three biggest risers are the Bengals. I had 25 in the preseason and the Bengals are like a legitimate AFC championship contender right now. So what were you wrong? You think the Bengals are a Super Bowl contender? I guess that means you don't. I, 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 I don't think they can win three in a row. Well, okay. They're going to beat the Raiders, correct? Yeah. Okay. So we agree on that. Then they're going to lose to the Chiefs. I mean, they're underdogs in that game, but yeah. And then if I mean, it's so weird, like Tennessee is going to host that game. No, I guess it'll be Buffalo, right? Tennessee's the one seed, so they're going to host every game they play before. The I'm Super saying Bowl. so like I, that'll be Buffalo and it'll be like Buffalo. No, well, let's 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 well, let's do our wildcard picks. OK, so my my last two big jumpers, I had Arizona at 15. They climb up to seven uh, and then Dallas. I had 14. They climb up to five. Arizona has really they're sort of like the Steelers of last year and that they were the last undefeated team. They were really hot, but you know, they're sort of limping into the playoffs, but I think that it does suck for them to not have that division because that makes it much more difficult. You got to play all road games. All right, let, let, let's, let's jump right to our picks uh, and hopefully we'll have better internet for our next podcast. Let's start with the Shakey's game. The Vegas goes to well, Cincy. We both have Cincy here, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, to update from last week, we had the disagreements we had were Cincy at Cleveland. I had Cleveland who won. New Orleans and Atlanta. I had Atlanta. Oh, basically, there were four games where I had the home dog and I beat you on three of them. I had Miami. I had Cleveland and I had Las Vegas and you won on uh, New Orleans over Atlanta. So overall on the season, picking winners and losers, I go 166, 104 and one. You go 164, 106 and one. And I won uh, nine weeks and you won six and we have three ties. But playoffs are a chance to reverse things if we have any disagreements. We don't disagree on Cincinnati. Uh, do you think the Patriots can go into Buffalo and win? No. Okay. No, the, the Bills are going to win that game. All right. Uh, let's move to Sunday. Do you think the Eagles can go into Tampa and win? Mm, I mean, in theory, they could. I don't think Tampa's like special, but no, they're not going to win. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to the smallest spread of the weekend. 
San Francisco at Dallas. Now you thought this was seven, so I guess that means you think Dallas is going to romp. Dallas is such a weird team that, like, I do think that they probably win a best of seven series, but obviously they could lose this game. Yeah. It's funny, you know, last year um, we had multiple. Uh, I I, that was really impressive. The Niners game was really impressive. In, a, in L.A., you're saying? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm trying to think who's healthier. Stafford's going to throw a couple away every week. It's just something he does. He's not in this game, Stafford. It's, it's no, Jimmy G versus Dak. I know, but I'm saying, but that's. Oh, why yeah, yeah, yeah. Manager. True, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I'm going to pick the Cardinals next. But I'm going to say um, I'm going to I'm going to pick Dallas. All right. Yeah, I, I I think this is the one. I think this is the closest game of the week to me, but I'll pick Dallas also. I do think it's the, I mean, it is the closest. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's funny because we usually are. We have five seeds that are better than the four seeds, but because of the stupid system where wild cards automatically have to be on the road and division teams automatically get at home. So we had Tampa, if you remember, as a road team at Washington last year and a huge favorite. I think we had Baltimore as a road team favorite at Tennessee last year. Also, like we had a bunch of road dogs this year. I don't know when the last time this has where all six of the home teams are favorites and, you know, and I, it's tough for me to find an upset if it's not San Francisco, Pittsburgh, at KC, uh, we don't even need to discuss it. And then Arizona at the Rams. So you said you're going with Arizona on the road here. I think I will. I just can't, can't pick Stafford to win this game. He's going to choke it away. Yeah. It, it's funny. Stafford, like, you know, now if you remember, we did see this game early in the year, the Arizona, when they were undefeated at, at what was that? I think three and zero early into the year, they went in, into Los Angeles and they just demolished the Rams in that game. Final was 37 to 20. And uh, yeah, then it was uh, it was 24. Yeah, they were they were absolutely blowing them out the whole game. Stefan only had one interception in that game. So I don't I don't remember. I, I'm going to maybe I'll rewatch that game, at least the, you know, the, the, the summary version to see who was at fault and why Arizona looked so good in that game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick all of the road teams to win. I know it's not going to happen. Excuse me, all of the home teams. I'm going to pick the Rams to win this game, even though. I mean, I'm very, very excited to have Monday Night Football, to have the Mannings. It's also, I think it's going to be a really good game. So I, I'm I'm really excited. I also, especially now that I have kids and it's harder on Sunday, like the more night games, the better. Mm-hmm. Fewer distractions. So I like the schedule. We don't have games on Chavez. We have three games a night. It's just, it, it's much more friendly for me. So that I'm Monday Night that. game is great, but yeah, well, it's get the buy if you don't want that game. Sure. And I honestly, I, a one seed should get that team also. Like, I, you know, should I don't think the Monday game, the one well, seat you get the winner of the Monday game, like well, hey, the Arizona, the Monday team. game will, will be playing late on Sunday, I assume. Probably, but still, it's an advantage to get a team on short rest. Yeah. I mean, I, I stand by that teams should get to pick their opponents. It'd be much more exciting. I mean, Kansas City, if they were picking their opponent, they would pick Pittsburgh. So I guess that wouldn't be any different. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Cincinnati, if they could pick their opponent, they would pick Las Vegas. So I guess in the, in the AFC, we wouldn't have anything different this week. Um, no. Yeah. Um, t- actually, honestly, this week, now that I'm looking at it, I don't think anything would have changed if people could pick their opponents. Would Dallas pick Arizona or San Francisco? I think they pick San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. So everything finishes the same. So actually this week we would have nothing different if the teams got to pick their opponents. <laughs> so, but it'd be fun. It'd be fun to watch. And then you get the bulletin board material. All right, wheels. We will be back. Uh, we have much more to discuss. Um, hopefully the internet will be back, uh, also next time we talk. But yeah, what, what, what an exciting ride we had in week 18, and we have only 13 games left, so beginning to get a little bit sad, but uh, I'm invested. I sent, did you listen to the audio note I sent to the patrons last night? I don't think so. What would you say? I have not been so nervous for a sporting event outside of the Vikings in, I don't even know how long. I had no, you know, I did not really have rooting interest in the Chargers Raiders game. 
I mean, I, I did. I wanted to attend in a tie. What about what about the Yeshiva Illinois Wesleyan game? You were much more nervous about that. No, I wasn't. Sorry. You weren't nervous about that game? No, I don't. I don't really care. It was fun to go to. Like I'm glad, you know. I, I but like I wasn't nervous. Like it didn't, you know. I wanted Yeshiva to win, but it wasn't. I was. I, my body was shaking like Super Bowls. My body has been shaking so hard for the last two minutes. Like I, I couldn't hold my phone. My hands were shaking so hard. And then when they scored, I started crying. And I have no idea why. I'm not even a Chargers fan. I'm like completely like this is just bonkers. <laughs> Really I see. I've never had that for a game that I didn't uh, yeah. really have a rooting interest in. My my hands were literally shaking. I could not hold my phone. I had to put it down. Imagine being a Chargers fan. I know. Well, there's no such thing. But if there was, I agree <laughs> with you. Yeah. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then when Herbert got the touchdown to tie to 29, I actually I burst into tears. And again, I, I if anything, I should have been rooting for Vegas because of my stupid uh, call in the preseason. But, you know, I wanted the tie because I thought it'd be hilarious. And I wanted the Steelers out. Yeah, right. it, it was an emotional. And so. If the playoffs can give us even one game as exciting as what we saw last night, uh, we will all be uh, very fortunate. Yeah. No, the, the the week 18 was amazing. I was like, a lot of people were like, oh, this season's been so long. Who cares? But just uh, it, it brought it. It, you know, came through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Came through. All right. Well, all right. Hopefully, hopefully we get more in the playoffs. Later in the week with more talk right. of Chester crying. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.